Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash I don't work here lady, where a Karen tries to steal OP's dog. Hey everyone, r slash here. I have a special announcement that I'm going to put in my episodes for the next week or so. Spotify has just released a new feature called Sponsorships, which allows listeners to directly support my content. Plus, if you sponsor my podcast, you'll unlock extra content. Sometimes YouTube demonetizes one of my videos, so I publish that video on my Patreon. Now that Spotify has sponsorships, I can publish those demonetized episodes here as well. So if you want to support me and my content, then you can sign up for sponsorships for just $4.99 a month, which will gain you access to bonus ad-free episodes. And the best thing about this is that Spotify doesn't take a cut, so your money will go straight to supporting me and my content. Our next Reddit post is from Enough Pizza Now. I'm a pizza delivery guy, and I was winding down for a much-needed early close on Mother's Day. I was one of the only people on staff who didn't have family plans that day. My family situation is what you might call complicated. So after working all morning while being short-staffed, I was pretty beat. It was especially emotionally hammering to deliver so many pizzas to happy families visiting or hosting their moms. I was ready to go home and get drunk and forget about this whole stupid holiday. So I get a late call just a few minutes before we close, and I decide to take it because, hey, money is money, and it was a pretty big order of six pies. So I loaded up, and I realized about three quarters of the way to the destination that the address was for the local senior center. Before the pandemic, they used to order all the time, they would tip really well, and they would make really sweet conversation. So I was psyched to see that they were safe and steady enough to order pizzas again. I snuck them a side of breadsticks from a douchebag who never tips and always harasses our female drivers that I was dropping off along the way. By the time that he would call in to complain, we would already be closed. Suck on that, but not on your breadsticks. Anyways, I digress. I got there, and I was glad to finish off what had been an overall really sucky day with a pleasant trip to the senior center, and I carried my food to the front desk. The receptionist offered to carry the pizzas back, but she looked frail enough to be a senior center resident herself, so I said that I was happy to get them where they were going. She checked me for COVID, gave me a replacement mask to wear, and I found my way to some event room where they'd ordered the pizzas. And it was a total punch to my gut. It was literally just a room full of sons or daughters visiting their mothers and having some kind of festive party. My good mood went away really quick, and I dropped the pizzas on the table and shuffled out. But I realized that while they'd prepaid for the pizzas over the phone with a credit card, they hadn't tipped. So no matter how bitter I was, I had to make in-person contact with whoever ordered the pizzas, or I'd basically just wasted half an hour. I went around the room asking for Margaret, the name on the order, and eventually someone put me in front of her. Our shop doesn't have a uniform or anything, so I started to explain. Hi, Margaret, right? You ordered... And Margaret was really frazzled, I guess from running the event, so she cut me off and was like, Oh good, you're here. We were starting to wonder. I don't think Bonnie has been matched with anyone yet. Wait right here. I tried to cut in and explain that I was just there to deliver the pizzas and she'd mistaken me for someone else, but it went straight over her head. Margaret pushed this old woman over to me in a wheelchair and practically shouted, Bonnie, this young man is here just for you. Before I could try my explanation again, Bonnie replied, He is, is he? Well, full disclosure, son, don't get too attached, cause Jesus has my heart. Margaret whispered to me, She's a real live wire, have fun. And then Margaret and my tip were in the wind. Bonnie looked up at me and goes, You like bridge? I hope you brought your checkbook. And she started wheeling away to the table. 
I followed her, thinking that I'd better not lose track of her until I could return her to Margaret. I spotted a woman with an ID badge who looked like she knew what was going on, and I explained that I was just the pizza delivery guy, but someone had left me with this old woman in my charge. I guess that my explanation wasn't clear enough because I said something like, hey, I was actually delivering some pizzas up here. And the girl says, you brought pizza? Oh, that is so nice. I'll make sure you're compensated. So at first I thought, great, everything's resolved. But no, she gave me a wad of cash and this woman also disappeared, leaving me alone with Bonnie and her deck of cards. I kept waiting for Margaret or the other lady to return, but I also kind of enjoyed making conversation with Bonnie. And I knew that no other deliveries would be coming in since we closed on my drive over. Actually, I did like listening to Bonnie talk about the YouTube conspiracies that she wholeheartedly believed in, as well as the argument that she was having with the arts and crafts chaperone and so on. She even gave me one of her recipes. This whole time, I was worried that she had dementia or that she thought that I was a family member or that she was expecting a particular visitor at any moment and a guy would storm in and say, what are you doing with my aunt or something? So finally, I saw the second organizer again, the one who had given me the cash. I figured that Margaret may never return, so I shouldn't wait for her, and I pulled the organizer aside and said, Look, there's been some kind of mix-up. I don't really know this woman. The organizer seemed distracted. She was doing several things at once, and she very casually said, Oh, there's no mix-up. The pairings were totally random. You weren't expected to have much in common. You'll get to know her. Don't overthink it. And once again, she vanished into the crowd while I was saying, No, I'm just delivering pizza. At that point, I seriously considered leaving because it wasn't my fault that these people were unorganized. But Bonnie was waiting for me with this huge grin on her face to play more cards. And it didn't look like there were any other relatives coming for her, so I figured I would stick it out for a few more games. I was eventually able to figure out by eavesdropping on other people that this was not a mother-child extravaganza. This was a volunteer event for women living in the senior home without kids or whose kids couldn't visit them. That was a huge relief because I would have felt really terrible if she had dementia and she thought that I was her son or something. Especially because I was kind of enjoying being mothered by her, for lack of a better term. It felt really good to have someone asking what I was doing at work and saying they were proud of me for things that weren't actually a big deal. Bonnie proudly bragged to everyone we passed on our courtyard walk about this silly little employee of the week award that I just won. It's basically just a title and you get your photo on the wall. Every employee wins it at some point, and usually more than once. But Bonnie made it feel really important. And I really secretly loved how she got outraged over minor transgressions on my behalf. Like, I told her how my landlord is sticking it to me on repairs, and she was like, He's quite the ripe hair in the tuna! With such sincere gusto, she said, I know a guy who could tune him up for you. And I don't think that she was talking about repairs, but I didn't follow up. Every time that I tried to extricate myself, Bonnie would have some other activity that she wanted to do. Once we finished cards, she wanted to do arts and crafts. Once we did that, she wanted me to push her around the courtyard. Once we did that, she was famous from the walk, even though all she did was sit in her wheelchair and she wanted pizza. I fed her two slices before an orderly appeared and angrily informed me that she wasn't supposed to eat pizza. I don't know how she ended up with that third slice, but seriously, I didn't give it to her. Finally, the party was winding down, and she wanted me to hang out and watch a game show with her. About 30 seconds into the show, Bonnie was asleep. I left her a coupon, even though I guess she's not supposed to eat pizza, and I headed home. It was kind of nice spending Mother's Day doing Mother's Day-type stuff. 
really nice, actually. At this point in my life and career, if you want to call it that, I can say that I've never had a wholly good memory that involves pizza. But this was pretty close. So, happy Mother's Day to those who celebrated, and happy Russian Victory Day to those who didn't. OP, did those pizzas you deliver have onions in them? Because I think it's starting to bother my eyes. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, OP, this post is super wholesome. And just remember, if you got a lot of value out of visiting with seniors, then what's stopping you from going back again? I'm sure all those senior citizens would love to have you come visit. Also, does anyone think that this senior center had a genius plan? OP, you were there to deliver the pizza. But I'm guessing they also had a flower delivery guy, a Chinese food delivery guy, and a couple of DoorDash drivers. Then, once they get like 20 delivery guys there, the people who work there just have to appear too busy to talk to anyone and just constantly dodge them throughout the entire night. Absolutely genius. Our next Reddit post is from this chick. During college, I worked as a hostess at a big chain restaurant that had a huge staff. My location was the management training location for our region, so we had a lot of new managers cycling in and out. Most of these managers were promoted servers or bartenders from different locations and had zero management experience prior to this. I never liked working at this location because a lot of new managers were on a little bit of a power trip. So after a year of being berated for issues that were completely out of my control, I finally got a new job and put in my two weeks. I handed the notice directly to our general manager, thanked her for everything, and was set to leave on good terms with the company. Fast forward two weeks, and I received a notification that my schedule was set for the following week. I called the restaurant, and I reminded the on-duty manager that I was no longer an employee there, and they would need to find someone else to fill my spot. They apologized and moved on. Another two weeks pass, and I get the same notification. I once again call the restaurant to remind them, and they apologize again. Before I hang up, I say something to the effect of, Hey, make sure you make a note about this because I'm going out of country next week and I won't be able to call if this happens again. They agree and I hang up. So this is where it gets dramatic. I'm on vacation in Spain and I get a string of angry texts from a new manager at the restaurant reminding me that I'm five minutes late. And if I don't arrive in the next five minutes, I'll be written up. I text back saying, sorry, I know you're new, but I put in my two weeks notice over a month ago and I don't know why I'm still on the schedule. The new manager replies saying that although that may be the case, it is absolutely unacceptable that I'm missing a shift that I'm scheduled for. And if I don't come in, I'll be written up and be in bad standing with the company. I responded explaining that I'm out of the country and although I'm sorry for their situation, I am no longer unemployed and there's nothing that I can do to help. I then receive a string of at least 15 messages back to back. And let me tell you, they were the most unhinged messages I have ever read. They range from calling me unprofessional to an arrogant brat. Mind you, I have never even worked with this woman. She started after I left. She accused me of lying and being lazy, saying that if you quit a job you need to give notice and I should be ashamed of what I've done to the restaurant. Of course, I took screenshots of the conversation and sent those to the other managers. Last I heard, she was suspended and then demoted back to her original position. Definitely for the best. It's so weird to me that she actually used the argument, How could you do this to the restaurant? It's like, lady, I barely cared about the restaurant when you were paying me to care. And now that you're not paying me, I literally couldn't care less. Our next Reddit post is from The Mailman Cometh. So this happened a few months ago. My older dog had to be put down, which sucked, yeah. But it didn't feel right just throwing his stuff out. 
things like his harness, his leash, travel kennel, etc. So I cleaned everything up and took the stuff down to the local animal shelter. One of my younger dogs is training to be an emotional support animal for my wife. He was wearing his work harness, which had clear signage that he was in training, along with his name. He's also an alumni of this particular animal shelter, so I took him along while I was dropping my older dog stuff off. My younger dog, being an emotional support animal in training, is very sociable, and he likes to say hi to everyone. Especially kids. He loves kids, and kids love him. This particular child, however, was probably too young to read that asked a pet badge on his harness. I doubt that his mother was, though. My dog, Fred, will willingly break the rules if it means that he gets FaceTime with a kid. So I interrupt the petting, make Fred sit down, then I release him to get loved on. While I was talking with one of the shelter workers about my older dog, the mother of the child interrupts and asks for an adoption form. Okay, cool, that's what shelters are here for. I didn't immediately realize that she was talking to me because of having my attention split between the shelter worker, my dog, and her kid. The shelter worker said, Who did you pick? This one, she points at my dog. Do you think he's too old to change his name? The shelter worker gives me a panicked look. I say, uh, ma'am, this is my dog. I only brought him along because I got him from here a year ago. Well, you brought him back, so I want to adopt him. The shelter worker said, he's not surrendering his dog. He was just bringing in some donations. The mom shoots an angry glare at both of us. You shouldn't have non-adoptable dogs in a shelter. Now the kid is crying because his mother assumed that anything with four legs was fair game, and she told him that they could take my dog home. She snapped, See what you did! I hope you're happy! She stomped out and almost forgot her own crying child. Our next Reddit post is from Meester Peeper. Long story short, in 2014 I was working at a pizza chain in a rural Utah farming town. At the beginning of July, I gave my two weeks notice to my manager that I'd be leaving to move out of state to be closer to my family. I finished out my time as promised, moved, found a new, better gig, and that was that. Of course, I'm posting on r slash I don't work here lady, so you know that wasn't the end of the story. During the next summer, I received a call from the store's new store manager. He informed me that he's been putting me on the schedule and it was unacceptable that I wasn't even coming in to look. He said that if I don't show up today, he would have no choice but to fire me. I said, did the old manager not take me out of the system after I quit last year? He grumbled and made some snarky complaint that if I had quit a year ago, I shouldn't be in a scheduling program. I let him know that I'm living in a completely different state and I'm working a completely different job and I would not be showing up for any shifts that he scheduled me for. He threatened to fire me, and I reiterated, Hey, I don't actually work for you, so do what you gotta do. He hung up, and that was the last that I heard of it. Until yesterday. I received a letter from corporate informing me that, per their records, I haven't shown up to work since July 2014, and that, unfortunately, they were going to have to terminate me. I still can't stop laughing, especially since, you know, they sent the letter to the address that I gave them when I quit. OP, I think the only logical thing to do now is to file for unemployment benefits. I mean, if they're going to fire you, then they have to pay you unemployment, right? Our next Reddit post is from Mike Oxenfair. I was witness to possibly the most hilarious Karen interaction that I have ever seen. In this story, I was just an onlooker, and I didn't play any part. There are three important people in this story. The first person is Karen. The second person is a nicely dressed but unfortunate customer who Karen decided worked there. 
And the third person was a hilarious customer who, well, it'll all become clear. Yesterday, I went to pick up some groceries at Asda. As I'm shopping with my trolley, I hear the hemp of an approaching Karen behind me. But to my surprise, she walks straight past me to the unfortunate customer. And she demands this, that, and the other, to which the unfortunate customer responds, Sorry, but I don't work here. As I'm watching this scene unfold, the unfortunate customer reiterates that he doesn't work for Asta, and the Karen repeatedly accuses him of lying. Then another customer comes up and addresses Karen in a big, booming voice. Finally a manager! Some woman just accused me of not helping her when I'm a customer here. Now what are you going to do about it? Karen turns to that customer and says, What? I'm not a manager here. What are you... But she gets cut off mid-sentence. Of course you're a manager. I've seen you talking to customers. Now, are you going to help me? Karen tries to explain what she was doing, but in the confusion, the customer that she had been talking to had wisely ducked out. So when Karen turned, she said, I was talking to... And she gestured at empty space. Suddenly, she was just standing there alone. Well, hanging around speaking to staff isn't very professional, is it? You should be doing your job helping customers, starting with me. Karen then just screams, I don't effing work here, F off, and walks off. Clearly upset, abandoning her shopping trolley in the process. Playing the old Uno reverse card. That's the thing about Karens. They know how to dish it out, but they can never take it in return. That was r slash I don't work here lady and if you like this content be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new reddit podcast episodes every single day.